So come to find out, my son was getting breakfast, walking his sister to class, and just wandering the school unaccounted for for an hour every single day. And this was going on for about three months before I was told this at a parent-teacher conference. Nobody called me. Nobody sent a letter home. Nobody was, like, curious as to why my son was late every day. And I had no idea that my son was late every day. Welcome to RCAM. I'm your host, Ryan, and thank you for tuning in today. Today we have on our show my guest, Judy Perez. How are you doing today, Judy? I'm good, Ryan. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's uh, beautiful down south, enjoying the lovely summer that we're having, and uh, yeah, just making the best of it. So um, I wanted to talk to you today uh, about a couple different things. Um, but just so that my audience can have an idea of who you are, uh, why don't you just introduce yourself? Okay, um, I'm Judy, and uh, I live in New York, and I have three kids. They're four, five, and seven, uh, Gabriel, Meredith, and Raphael. And I'm married. Uh, my husband's name is Michael, and I'm a content creator on Facebook, and I unschool my children. That is awesome, and you must have your hands full with all those kids. It's got to be uh yes <laughs> you're busy <laughs> um so so kind of one of the reasons that um that I want to do this um with you is because not only do you make content which I also do uh you also mentioned unschooling to me which is something that I'm I'm pretty unfamiliar with so I want to talk a little bit about that but uh not too long ago you had a video go viral and I wanted to talk to you kind of about that experience. What 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 was it like? Uh, you know, you know, from I guess you know from the time you posted that video till till now. Um, I wasn't expecting it to go viral. Um, I was just testing the waters with content creation. I have some friends that do it, and um, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. That's something that I want to do, especially with the fact that I unschool my children. It's something that's becoming more popular, but um. I had a moment where I was like, hmm, I'll probably get more views if I talk about how I'm actually feeling and things that I'm actually going through that people can relate to. So I posted a video, um, you know, of my dad and troubles that we went through together. And it took about three weeks and then all of a sudden it just went viral. And it was very overwhelming at first. I was I got hundreds of messages on Facebook of people just relating to my situation or being on his side of the situation at one point in their life. And it was both, you know, nice and also sad because I don't want anybody to go through the things that I went through, but um, it's also nice to be able to relate to people and have the connections that I have now to be able to talk to people and go, you know, through life with other people that are going through the same things. Hmm. Well, you kind of answered kind of what led you to do that too. Um, that's, you know, that's, you know, a lot of people, particularly with addiction, know that struggle. Like they, under, they understand, especially like, you know, people from our County, you know, we know, we know a thing or two about addiction. Um, I had a guy say to me once, that if you don't know somebody that's dealing with substance abuse, you're living under a rock. So I think that's something that would resonate with a lot of people. Um, so I'm, uh, 
I'm I'm kind of encouraged to see that you know that video took off and uh, you were getting some positive feedback from it. What what was it like dealing with the negative uh, feedback from that? I actually didn't get as much negative feedback as I really thought I was going to. Um, I did get a few comments where it was like, "Why would you post this? You know, you're embarrassing him." But he knows I'm po I posted it. He knows what I wrote, um, and it's just the fact of the matter that. It's my life too. I went through it and it's my struggles as well. So um, I guess those people, they don't understand because maybe they weren't in the same situation as me. So I don't take it to heart. I don't take it personally. I just let people, everybody's entitled to their opinions. So, and honestly, I didn't get as much lashback as I expected. So it wasn't that hard to go through it. A lot of people um, understand because they've been through it or they're going through it. And it sits with them well, you know, they, they're they grateful that I posted it, most people. Good. Yeah, good. I'm glad. That's that's actually encouraging to hear. Uh, you know, I uh, I guess my my content isn't so uh, I get I get backlash. We'll just put it that way. And I get <laughs> some some negative uh, feedback. So sometimes when I when I post stuff on stuff that would surprise you, though, there there's some content that I made that I just did not expect a negative reaction to. And then I got it and I'm like, why this? Like of all the things to react to, why this, you know? So it's weird. The internet can be weird sometimes. So I want to kind of get into the the reason that I originally wanted to kind of discuss with you. So you mentioned that you're a, a homeschool, well, you're, you're, a, you're a mom that's unschooling. I've heard of homeschooling. I have not heard of unschooling. So I, I'm pretty unfamiliar with that. So that's that's new to me. Would you mind telling my audience a little bit about that? Yeah, so traditional homeschooling would be where you bring your kids home and you teach them the same way or this, with the same curriculum that a regular school would. So you have, you wake up and say 9 a.m. You start class, you do math, social studies. Um, English and you have like a regular set schedule for school and you follow it you take tests and um, it's literally school but at home um, unschooling is more laid back and relaxed and learning at your own pace um, so I don't have a set curriculum I let my kids choose basically what they want to learn and when they want to learn it there are some things that I try to do more frequently than others like reading spelling math, stuff like that. I try to incorporate more often than other things um, just because it's used more in your daily life. Um, but I do a lot more field trips than actual sitting in the house learning um, because I feel like a lot of people learn better, especially kids when you're actually having your hands on and going through the experiences. So we do a lot of trips to aquariums, museums. Um, actually, this weekend, tomorrow, actually, I'm leaving. We're going to go to Crayola, and we're going to go to Lost River Caverns, and um, we go to zoos, and we just do a lot more hands-on learning and without a set curriculum, and it just, in my opinion, is better for the kids. It makes it more fun. It makes them want to learn instead of forcing them to sit. Their kids, you know, they don't want to sit for eight hours straight in a house or in a classroom with a going to a zoo and going to an aquarium is more fun than sitting in a classroom for eight hours a day who, who would have thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
So um, I feel like the kids have learned it. My son, since he's been home, I've been unschooling since February-ish. And since he's been home, he's learned how to read really well, a lot more efficiently than he did when he was in school. And um, they learn math better. And it's just, I try to make it fun. So to help my son learn how to read, I got him a dad joke book. And uh, he reads the jokes and then he tells the jokes. And it makes it more fun for him because he likes to make people laugh. So I said, okay, you want to make people laugh, learn how to read these jokes. So I'll help him learn how to read the jokes. And then he memorizes them. And then he goes and tells people the jokes later on when he meets them. So it's just more laid back learning. That's awesome. I think I think that type of environment, you know, homeschooling in general is just better overall for boys, especially because they they just have a little bit more energy and sitting them in a classroom for eight hours a day is just not good. You know, like I'm an adult being sitting down for eight hours a day is not, not an enjoyable experience. I got to get up. I got to do something. So I imagine for, for young boys in particular, it's probably the same, you know, they need to, to, to things to change up a little bit for them to get out their, uh, their energy and kind of run around and get, you know, get exercise instead of getting like, you know, maybe, you know, 30, 40 minutes of uh, gym, you know, a day or, or a week, sometimes even some, some schools don't even have uh, physical education anymore, which is crazy to me, but. Yeah. So actually school stopped teaching a lot of things. Like there's no more home economics class where they don't teach you how to cook anymore. Um, They don't teach cursive anymore. There's a lot of schools that don't have pools or, you know, it's just a lot of stuff that we used to have when we were growing up as especially Sullivan County just doesn't have so not having my kids in school I'm able to send them to Cub Scouts and have them join I have memberships with like the YMCA so we go to the pool during the winter and then during the summer we have a membership at a campground where they go and they swim there and there's bike riding there and other events where they learn how to dance and hopscotch and do kid events and then there's like Cub Scout camp Uh, my kids two of the three kids were old enough this year to go to Cub Scout camp this summer for about three weeks and they learned how um, to use pocket knife safety and BB gun safety and they again learned how to swim and how to start a fire things that you don't learn in school and in more fun environments. (laughs) Sounds like it. So why did you, I guess, what made, what, what put you over the edge to start homeschooling? I know this is a recent adventure for you. Uh, what, what, what got you into it? So I was finally able to have the opportunity to stay at home with my kids and being able to stay home with them. Um, I was like, well, I don't really have a reason to not have them home with me too. And especially we're gonna get a little political here but um (laughs) with the gun violence going on in schools lately and teachers not paying attention in schools teachers have a hard job they do don't get me wrong teachers I praise them they have a hard job but my kids were in school and my son's teacher had a parent-teacher conference which I went to and she was like, you know, it's kind of hard to keep the kids up to date 
with all the lessons that they need to learn because with COVID, there's not a lot of school lately. And so I really need the kids here every day on time. And I was like, at first I was like agreeing with her. I was like, yeah, I understand. And then I realized she was talking about me specifically. So she thought that I was dropping my kid off late every day, an hour late every day. And I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean? I'm like the third person in line at drop off. What? My kid's here on time every day, I don't understand. And she was like, what? No, he's like an hour late to class every day. So come to find out, my son was getting breakfast, walking his sister to class, and just wandering the school unaccounted for for an hour every single day. And this was going on for about three months before I was told this at a parent-teacher conference. Nobody called me. Nobody sent a letter home. Nobody was, like, curious as to why my son was late every day. And I had no idea that my son was late every day. So I recently also heard about an, uh, an occurrence in Binghamton, I believe, where a guy was just walking in through the school bus entry of the school and for several weeks he was pretending to be a student at the school before anybody realized that he wasn't actually a staff or student in the school and so with you know fires and guns and random people just walking in the schools I was like "Mm, I don't really like the idea of my son being unaccounted for for an hour (laughs) so I took my kids out of school I didn't feel safe I'm home anyway so why not I feel better having them with me. Wild, that is wild. And I, I thought, I thought that they were supposed. If your kid's late a certain amount of times, I thought they call like CPS or something. You know, like if your kid's like consistently not, I don't know, something like that, or maybe that's just missing days of school. Still, though, it's alarming that you weren't alerted. But I do think that is a another interesting thing to think about when it comes to homeschooling because. That's something where you know your kid is going to be safe. You don't have to worry about something bad happening um, in school, be it, you know, a mass shooting, which unfortunately is all too common right now, but you guarantee their safety by by homeschooling them. You know, uh, yeah. we, uh, we're we getting our feet wet with our daughter. I mean, she's not like, she's not in pre-K yet, but we're doing like a, like some lessons with her to kind of get into the rhythm of, of you know, homeschooling her. And uh, she, she, she loves it, Uh, you know, and she's, she's learning a lot and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I like the freedom that's offered in our scheduling. Uh, The flexibility is great. We could do what we want while we want, and we're not going to have to worry about uh, sending her to, you know, uh, scheduling things around her school schedule, which, which will be really nice. So what would be like your average day? I mean, you talked a little bit about some of the things you do, but what would be the average day of an unschooler? What does that look like? Um, for us, we don't really have like, an, we don't do the same things every day. So an average day would just wake up, brush your teeth, eat breakfast. Um, you know, I try to do chores every morning. So laundry, dishes, and then I have the kids help out because that's part of home economics learning how to survive in the home and be an adult at four (laughs) so I teach them you know I help I let them help me fold clothes I let them help me wash dishes um sweeping mopping um making their breakfast my four-year-old helps me make pancakes so I know he'll always be able to make pancakes (laughs) and 
Olympics with my wife yesterday. So she, she had fun doing that. Yes, they love it. And it also, it provides such a much stronger relationship between kids and their parents. I feel like when you have them home and you help them and you go through these processes together, instead of just sending them off to school every day without that engagement, it's, it builds a stronger relationship. And my kids, I adore them and they adore me. So I'm really glad that, you know, I get to have them home. But um, then after that, I always ask the kids, like, what do they want to do? And a lot of the times it's things like going to the park, going swimming, um, going to the movies, going to the trampoline park. And I try to find things along the way to help with learning. So like we look at red lights, they'll be like red means stop, green means go. It's just very simple things. All these things that you learn in school and we go to the grocery store. I help pay for the groceries with them, you know? So I help my son how to count the money and let him know how much money should you be getting back? If it was $19 and 50 cents and you give her 20, how much money are you getting back? So we incorporate every like math into everyday experiences and same with like English, like we'll read a sign on the way, like, oh, what's that sign say? Where are we going? Are we there yet? What time is it? And okay. what time will we be there? So what, um, I guess, a lot of people have concerns about the socialization of your kids. Is that a concern of yours? What What do you What do you do to make sure that they're socialized? It was a concern for me at first. I was really worried that they would miss out on basketball or softball or football or um, music lessons, but having them out of school and connecting with other parents that are in the same frame, same situation as I am, I've learned that there's so many sources outside of school that are either really cheap or free. I also have a really nice big brother who helps out with that. <laughs> so my uh, older brother, Danny, it has been very much into history and uh, scouts ever since he was really, really young. So very good at helping my kids learn uh, history and he, we are plan. we're working together to plan trips to like different battlefields and museums and stuff like that. And he's very good with uh, getting them into scouts and stuff. So they they definitely get, and with the memberships I have at like the trampoline park, the YMCA, the campgrounds, they get socialization um, with kids that way. And uh, things like the scouts and the Y, they have like sports programs that the kids attend. So they're, they don't miss out on anything. They, my son, I actually was contemplating for a little while to send the kids back. Um, and my son was like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. And I was like, okay, okay, fine. You win. <laughs> hmm. They love it. Good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. I know, I know a lot of parents have that concern over socialization. And, and if I'm being honest, I feel like I met a lot of uh, a lot of people who are homeschooled that were very social. They just get socialized in different ways. I think people just focus that homes or that public school is the only way to socialize your kids. And, and if I'm being honest, sometimes I'm like, yeah, but that's the exact type of socialization that I don't want for my kid. You know, like I don't right. want them learning, you know, like all these bad habits from other kids without just being taught how to think through them or overcome some of those things. I rather... I rather, you know, 
have my kids hang out with families that I know personally, uh, that, that I have a relationship with, you know, that, that, that we can go do things together and then kind of socialize them that way. So that, I don't know, I feel like it's just a more holistic approach. Uh, and I think they, uh, to this, this, uh, podcaster I follow mentioned this, but the reason that homeschool kids are considered weird is because they are, they're just more mature. You know, they, they spend a little bit more time around adults, which I think is actually a good thing. And they're just more mature. So they're perceived as weird to their peers who aren't as mature as they, they are because they're being essentially raised by their other peers. So. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, they will be more set for life in my opinion, because they'll have more adult experiences early on and it'll teach them how to cope and move through uh, difficult times in life better as an adult. Yeah. Yeah, It's real life. You know, it's real life experience, real life encounters, learning to, you know, take change and interact with people over a cash register, you know, learning to, you know, navigate these things that we do in real life. You know, I think, uh, I think that's awesome. And then it's coming from somebody that they totally and completely trust, you know, their, their parents. Uh, And I think, you know, parents should be the primary influence in their kid's life. So there are a lot of people that they were kind of forced to make this transition during COVID. And I wouldn't say that's the same type of like the way they did homeschooling during COVID was just basically virtualized classrooms and they were sat in front of a computer all day. And that's what they considered homeschooling. So some of them have like a bad taste from that. Um, And some of them are just unfamiliar with homeschooling in general. They don't understand the resources. They don't understand what it's like. They don't understand kind of the freedom that they get in their flexibility. And there's this, this fear, this concern, because it's an unknown. So what would you say to like a mom that's struggling to make that leap or that transition into homeschooling? I would say um, every state has different laws and rules um, for homeschooling. So you have to first call your school or do research um, to find out what the policies are and the regulations are. But for the most part, it's pretty much the same. And it's not that scary. It sounds scary at first, especially like you mentioned, like people, I think one of the biggest fears is like if their kids don't learn enough or if their kids aren't held to a certain standard, they're scared that they'll be held back in society or um, maybe CPS will be called on them or something of those lines. But it's not like that at all. And there's so many Facebook groups that you can join. We actually have like the luxury of social media these days where they didn't have it so much just a couple years ago. So there's so many Facebook groups and Instagram groups and even TikToks where you can learn so much and have so much support through complete strangers that'll end up becoming your best friends. It And they make it so much easier and less scary. Yeah. Yeah. I def, I definitely agree. I know, um, my wife and I have uh, got a lot of the information that we wanted for homeschooling from from social media and connecting with people on social media. Too, you get a, you know opportunity to connect with co-ops, which is just groups of people going out and doing things with their homeschool kiddos, linking up and and just doing life together. You know, and uh, that too, I think again, it's just something that's a little bit more holistic because. You know, if, if let's say like, you know, I'm not really good with math. Well, you know, this parent is, you know, and they can kind of help out and we can kind of do this thing together to, to teach, you know, teach our kids, you know, and uh, 
or you know if it's something like survival you know <laughs> that's that's just a cool skill to have um and i just think it's neat and uh, it's something that definitely i don't know fosters their imagination and builds community and also just strengthens the bond of the family unit which i think is like the bedrock of civilization i think one of the most important things in our society is our families and i think we have things happening in the world that are just trying to undermine that and trying to kind of keep us separate i talked to somebody previously about homeschooling and our society has basically accepted that it's a normal thing for kids to rebel when they're teenagers but maybe it's not you know maybe they're taught that maybe that's something that they le they learn over time you know maybe you know that i feel like that's probably something that's relatively new uh because you know throughout history a lot of you know kids had really great relationships with their parents you know and i feel like you know sending them to public schools in ways kind of kind of undermines that relationship and you know kids start prioritizing their peers over their family and i think no like the inverse is the normal thing like you know like our our family is our everything you know so yeah that's you know i uh i i just think it's really cool what you're doing um and it's encouraging you know just to see somebody that's got into the the you know just got into it and is having success with it and it seems like your kids really love it and that's awesome so uh, do you have any final words of encouragement to either moms or influencers, people, you know, people that, that might benefit, uh, from hearing, uh, something from you? I just think that if it's something that, um, parents are thinking about doing that, they should just do it because you don't know if you like it until you try it. And there's no, you can't fail your kids with it. Like if you want to homeschool for a month and then you don't like it you can go right back to public school public school doesn't shame you for taking your kids out and trying something different it's very it's a simple letter of i'm you write a letter of intent stating that you would like to homeschool your kids and then they give you a packet to fill out if you don't like it a month later two months later a year later you just re-register your kids in school so there's no there's no you know scary side of this it's just whether you like it or not and i think that if you're even thinking about it just try it yeah i i completely agree uh i i 100 agree with that um yeah you you don't you don't you won't really know what it's like until you're actually doing it and i think a lot of people would be surprised over the benefits of doing it with their family and and to see the growth of their kids um would be is is awesome so uh, thank you, uh, Judy, um, for coming on the show and for sharing your experience. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged. And I think that, you know, the people that watch and listen that are on the fence are going to be encouraged. And um, I just appreciate your time. Where can, uh, where can people find you uh, on social media? Um, you can find me on Facebook as Judy Perez or on Instagram, Judy Perez 14. Awesome. Cool. Thank you, Judy. Uh, I appreciate our, your time and, uh, I hope you have a blessed day.